Hey everyone, this is Ben Krimis. Welcome to the Gym Business Podcast, where you get insights, tips, tricks, and tactics to open your own gym or grow your existing fitness business in just 10 minutes a day. And now your host, Ben Krimis, founder and CEO of Strong Together Fitness and Achieve 24 Fitness. Hey, how's it going? Coming at you from uh, rainy northwest New Jersey. Um, it's kind of funny, uh, living in New Jersey, you know, everybody thinks that it's all, you know, turnpike and, you know, Jersey Shore characters and blowouts, and uh, I guess there is a lot of that still, but um, where I live is uh, northwest New Jersey, so it's, uh, you know, I have three state parks within a half mile of my house, uh, you know, there's bears that wander into my yard, uh, you know, the state park's great, you go mountain biking, you know, good hills and, you know, mountains and things like that, so... It's not what you'd expect from New Jersey. It's a nice area. It's pretty. Uh, it's really a beautiful spot. Um, right now it's spring, so everything's turning green. Flowers are out. So, uh, any of you guys are ever in the area, feel free to stop by, say hi. Um, not many people find themselves in uh, Northwest New Jersey, though, unless they're uh, maybe driving on 80 out of the state. But um, that's about it. Well, a little, little side thing. But uh, had a fun weekend. Hope you guys did too. Uh, we um, had a. Uh, one of our big uh, biannual, you know, uh, cookouts events. So uh, I took out my 13-year-old Ford 250 pickup and threw on a mullet wig and went to Sam's Club and got a ton of supplies and went over to the barbecue and manned the grill for the for the day. It was fun. Cooked probably over 90 hamburgers, I think. Uh, I don't even know how many hot dogs and stuff. But uh, it was a fun event. We definitely had over 100 people throughout the day. And... Uh, just come in hang out and uh, it's a lot of fun just getting everyone together and letting them kind of create the community um, that uh, is the strong together fitness but uh, that's one thing uh, I want to kind of chat with you today is, is community so you know that's one thing that um, I always say it to people when they're joining or when they do join or you know just talking to people um, you know uh, the community is definitely a, an important aspect of the gym but it's not what people join for, you know, they, I think where a lot of people mess that up because they start talking about, oh, community, 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 and, um, I mean, I'm sure there's some people that, that, that attracts them, but most people don't really understand what you're talking about, you know, and sometimes it could even sound cultish or a little too social, um, and they don't want to really be part of that, they're just looking for a good workout, so I always say, you know, community isn't something that you sign up for, but it becomes important later on. And it's, it's really true. I mean, no one really signs up to, um, except for the handful for the community, but down the road, that's why they stay, you know, they stay for that community and for that, that kind of a, the culture of the community. Um, but the community is a tricky thing, you know, how do you, how do you make that? Because in the beginning, um, you got to kind of manufacture it until it sticks, you know, you need to, you know, fake it till you make it kind of a thing because, um, it's, it's work and, um, Seth Godin has a great book called Tribes. I'd highly recommend you go out and, and check that out. It's a quick read. And uh, it teaches his, his, his uh, you know, how he looks at tribes, and uh, which is culture. He calls it a tribe, uh, your group of people. And uh, it's pretty neat. It's interesting because, you know, and, and I definitely agree with some of the things he said. Like what we try to do is um, give all the tools we can for the community and then they make it right so 
as being the leader and being the gym owner and being the, I guess you could call it like the influencer of the group, what you need to do is um, when you're opening your gym or you have your gym open, uh, you want to just give the tools to your people, give your tools to your clients and athletes, and then let them actually create the community. All right, you don't, because you can't really, you know, force the community down anyone's throat, but you can kind of give the tools. And what kind of tools are they? You know, so that's, um, you know, we have those two big, um, you know, internal uh, retention kind of events. You can call me. You know, it sounds kind of shallow. When I call it like that, but um, in some ways, it's, it's strategic, and that's what they are. I mean, but of course, we have a lot of fun doing them, and they're a great time. But they're these, uh, you know, they're these big events where we get in front of everyone and people get to interact. It's outside the gym. They bring their family, dogs, and you know, eat hot dogs. <laughs> but uh, and it's neat because that's they're able. They're all like-minded people, and then that helps them create that community so we're not telling them how to talk to each other we're not forcing conversations and you know it it happens organically but we're giving them the tool of that cookout later on in the year we have a big uh you know formal event in september and again it's just another another tool just giving back to them um but it's kind of like i said you just kind of have to manufacture that because that culture is in that community is so important inside of the the gym um, and that goes into, you know, touches, you know, so how many times do you communicate with them? Um, so, you know, it's amazing how many businesses, like you could be, a, you know, like electricians or plumbers or things like that. They just don't communicate with their customers um, at all, except for that one interaction. I mean, I have a, a good example is, uh, uh, you know, when I was younger, I got a few speeding tickets, right? You know, many of you have, uh, you know, it's probably 18 and I used this one attorney I remember where he was at, but I can't for the life of me remember what his name is. And uh, the guy was great. You know, he was a good price. I think he even waived a little bit of the money at the end because he didn't need to do as much as he thought. And he got me out of the ticket, which cost me some kind of court costs or something. And um, it was great, you know. And I, I remember a little while ago, someone was talking about, like, I forget if it was for them or for their kid. He's got a speeding ticket or something. And they were looking for an attorney. And I... And for the life of me, how bad I wanted to give them that referral of this guy who helped me, I couldn't remember his name. You know, there's no way I can remember his name. I, mean, I could probably go go out of my way and drive through the area and look for the building that he was in and then grab it from there. But I have no idea what what his uh, his name was. And, and he did great. He did a great job. And that's kind of what you don't want to happen to you. You know, so um, for members, we have all of these client touches. So... You know, we do a weekly email, and we do monthly print newsletters, and we do these two big events, and then we have seminars and clinics, and then we have, you know, all kinds of outings and run clubs and, and yoga and all this stuff in there all over the place so that people can get together and build their own community. And, you know, all this guy, that attorney, all he had to do was maybe send, you know, something once a month at a minimum or, you know, run a, have a, uh, some kind of a seminar and then invite people in just stay top of mind or he could go as far as we do with the weekly email newsletters and you know things like that but um the point is is that you got you got forgotten and we don't want that to happen we want to stay in front of people and then you get your your communication through um and that's also with prospects right so people who haven't joined the gym yet we learned for sure that people like to watch you for a long time so they'll be they'll just sit there and watch us for you know up to six months maybe even a year before they even join so you want that to be a good experience and stay in front of them the whole time because 
the point when someone reaches out to you to when they actually join is, you know, it's, it could be months and, like I said, even a year. You know, they're just trying to get information, and then they, and then from there they, you know, they go from there. Um, but so it's interesting. So making sure that you stay in front of people. I mean, I you added up how many times that we communicate and have a, you know, I call it a touch. It's between 160 to like 185, I think. Last time I was trying to add it up of how many times we reach out and communicate with our people. And uh, now a lot, I know a lot of you might be thinking, well, that's just too much. You know, I can't do that much stuff and um besides like the resources of not having the resources or the know-how to do that um some people just think that you might be thinking oh that's just too much i don't want to bother anybody um the thing is you got to realize that uh you need to really differentiate yourself and know who you want to market to and who you want to talk to anyway because you shouldn't be talking to everyone you know like uh um an 18 year old athlete or say high school athlete even younger a 16 year old athlete in high school and 45-year-old Mrs. Jones, who's looking to just lose weight and, and feel good, um, they're totally different people. So I'm not going to send Mrs. Jones an article on, unless it has to do with her kid, on an article on how to, you know, get your back squat up for, for students. You know, and I'm not going to send, you know, she just wouldn't be interested in it. If the high school kid, if that's who I was going after, got a letter on, you know, um, you know, whatever we would send it on with, you know, 45 year old Mrs. Jones, he's going to opt right out. He's not interested in that, you know? So, but that's what we want. You know, that develops a nice clean list and you're really talking to your target people. Cause when you know who you're targeting, um, it's, you can't get offended by the people who are opting out and are interested. Cause you understand that they would have never been your customer anyway. I know I'm bouncing around a little bit, but bear with me. You know, we don't edit these, <laughs> but, uh, so Mrs. Jones, who's 45, you know, she's, uh, it's not like she's not going to join because she got that email. If I'm going for high school, st- uh, athletics, you know, it, it wasn't that email that made her not join. She was never going to join. So I, you can't think that those emails are going to push people away. Cause I promise you they won't push anyone away. And in fact, the opposite will happen is you'll develop that community so much faster by talking to them because the people who are your customers the people who love your product and love what you do, they're going to want to get more from you. They're going to keep talking to you. They're, you really can't put out enough stuff. Not only that, there's different medias that people like. So some people prefer email. Some people like to follow you on Facebook. Other people, you know, whatever. And there's options. So you need to hit on every one of them. So there's not, uh, it's, odds are there's not one person absorbing everything that you're putting out. You know, some per- people like to have audio. Some people like to have the print. Some people like the the newsletter some people like to print like you know actually in their hands so uh the thing that we try to do is have all those included for our for our our people um but like i said it's amazing how many how often that that just slips the crack and no one even does it you know when you want to make sure you stay in front of your people and communicate with them so that day you open your gym or if you already have your gym open you start developing these these fans in a way you know and they just want everything to do with you and um you know, they love the content. And when I say that stuff too, you got to realize that you're only putting out good information. You know, you're not going to put out any kind of junk information. So, uh, they want it, you know, it's, you're only talking about good stuff that's interesting to them. And, uh, you know, and it could be as simple as getting in your old pickup truck and, you know, go buy some burgers and, and head to the park and just start grilling up some stuff and get everyone together. You know, it should be as easy as that. You, know, you don't need to really overthink it and just a quarterly flyer or a monthly flyer, but newsletter, you know, email, at least an email newsletter. Um, 
will be a big help there and get those those touches and start building that community. So um, yeah, just a little tip. And you know, if you're not, and if that's the thing too, like you know, we send out these, we do these events and we have these big. They cost money, you know. Like we definitely spent some money on this one, and um, you know, if if you know, you don't need to go as far as we do. That's what we choose to do because I know it works and there's return on it. But you know, if you're not ready to do that stuff, then maybe uh, you know you're not serious enough to open a, a business. You know, because there are inherent costs. You know, if you're serious about opening a gym, you need to know and like you know, <laughs> you know, be an adult about it. Like there's there's expenses. Like you're not going to just be able to open the door. You know, you have to get a, land, a lease. You have to pay a deposit on the lease. You're gonna have to buy the equipment. You're gonna have to do marketing. You gotta do the marketing. Um, so you're gonna have to spend money to make money. You gotta get coaches. You need to get programs like the Perfect Presale that, you know, open you up with those 83 members. And if you don't, then you're just you'll just end up failing pretty quick anyway. But you gotta understand that there's that's just the part of doing business. And every good business owner knows you gotta open up your wallet, and and put money out to get it back. And that's exactly what happens with these uh, these client touches and these events. You know, we're just helping build that community. We're investing in it. We're and then from that, you're gonna get you know referrals. You're gonna get people that stay with you longer. And it's fun. It's fun too. And if it's not fun, then what's the point? Don't even get out of bed. That's what I I always say. Don't even don't even bother. But um, that's it today, guys. So I just wanted to give that little kind of ranty. Sorry about that. But uh, it's important to you know invest in your people. You know, invest in your community. Because um, they're going to be with you for a long time, and they're going to take care of you just as much as you're going to take care of them. You know, you're going to be able to have the schedule you want, live the, you know, be in the gym all day, live the dream. You know, you're a, a gym owner, and if you don't take care of your people, then they'll just they'll just leave. You know, and they'll go somewhere else, and then you're sitting there, and you might have to close your doors, which is the you know the worst possible case. But you invest back into your people, everything lines up, and you build up that community. So. Uh, that's kind of it. I hope you uh, enjoyed today, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Gym Business Podcast with your host, Ben Krimis. We'll catch you next time.